Welcome to Rough Cut Reality Check, a podcast all about sharing my real story and experiences to help you unapologetically step into your authentic self and live out your purpose. to the show. So as promised, um, I will have some of my amazing girlfriends featured with me during this singlehood series. And today, honey, I'm joined by the one and only Deja Garvin, my A1, day one best friend of like 15 years, y'all. I think we've been friends for 15 years. Yeah, it's definitely been 15 years. It's been 15 years, girl. So I'm joined by Deja today. Deja, say hello to the people. Hey, how are y'all? This is Deja, <laughs> a.k.a. Sasha, a.k.a. her best friend. <laughs> just so everybody knows, so we clear. <laughs> so, um, today we're going to just be talking about, you know, just singlehood, what it's like to date as a woman in 2020, um, your experience with dating and singlehood, Sha. And um, I just want to start off by you just sharing what dating has been like for you, you know, all of your life? What has your singlehood been like these last year or two, whatever? Um, and just give us some background on the dating game. What has it been like for you? Okay. Well, I'll kind of start with uh, the dating game. So basically, I am two years into living in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, after graduating from USC with my bachelor's, I basically just got up and moved. So Dating has been tough, you know, when you're in a new city, you don't really know anybody, you don't mm-hmm. really have any friends up here. It's a struggle, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, once you kind of get into a routine, like you go to work, you go to the gym, you know, you handle your business, like it's really hard to meet people. So dating is, yeah. it's kind of hard once you really get into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as singlehood goes, <laughs> <laughs> I've been single for a minute. <laughs> I'm holding it down on the one two. You know. holding it down on the single front. <laughs> I'm holding it down. So it's it's been a minute. Um, I've had a few, I guess you could say, uh, situationships. But as far as singlehood, I've had a couple of situationships, I guess you want to call it. Um, I was going to say another word based on what's going on with you right now. I think you know what I was going to say. Yes. But <laughs> I ain't going to say that. But, you know, a couple of situationships, but nothing that has been for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's basically how my single life is going. Okay. What's your opinion on situationships? Because I know as a fellow single woman, we sometimes get caught hanging in that balance of like, you're not in a relationship. But y'all still kind of kicking it. You still, you know, do a little cuddle, cuddle, little kiss, kiss, little date, date. But it's not exclusive, you know? So, and I know there are a lot of arguments about situationships and stuff like that. I personally have tried to move away from them, but they're very hard to move away from sometimes because they're very convenient, you know? Like you don't have the commitment. You don't have to really answer to them, but they're there when you want to spend time, you know? But they're also not very fulfilling. So, I wanted to know your opinion on situationships. So I feel like if you are a single female that's not really looking for a committed relationship right now, Mm -hmm. and you honestly just want to kick it, just want to hang out with a dude, then, I mean, it is what it is. But I feel like if you are a single female who is ultimately 
ultimately looking to settle down, looking to be in a relationship, it's easy to kind of get your heart tied in those, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And to get your mm-hmm. feelings tied into situationships, you know, you begin to feel like it's kind of like the up and down roller coaster, you know, especially if yeah. things aren't clear with where y'all are going. So mm-hmm. it honestly just depends on the individual and what you're really looking for. That's true. Shall you be kicking it? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm just keeping it a full book, I'm just I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, hey, man. <laughs> everything I needed to know. I ain't got no more questions. <laughs> but like, okay, so I've had conflicted feelings about situationships, but like your explanation kind of makes me feel a little bit better. However, because like I know how to situationally date, if that's the phrase, without okay. getting my feelings caught up. That wasn't always the case back in the day. Right. As I've evolved as a woman, like I've learned how, like, yeah, all I'm looking for is just temporary companionship. All I'm looking for is just like a kick it, buddy. We're not that we're being physical, but like just someone to do stuff with, a male friend to do stuff with. Like, I've gotten to a point where I know how to do that and not get so in my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, not care if they're dating people or not care like what they're trying to do, but just like I can approach it from a really objective place and be okay with it. However, like, since I am trying to shift and, like, you know, prep myself to do more intentional dating, um, situationships have kind of, like, lost their fire or purpose. You know, just like what you said, when you know that you're looking for something more long-term or serious, that may may no longer be the avenue for you. Right. So, you know, I guess I'm asking, like, since you are single and you, you have had, you know, your share of singlehood for a little while. What stage do you feel like you're in? Like, do you feel like you're still like, I'm in a, I'm in a kicking it phase or like, you know, I'm winding down trying to, you know, intentionally date phase. Like, where do you feel like you are? That's not too personal of a question. Oh, no, it's not too personal, but I feel like as far as, um, me personally, um, the kick it phase is pretty cool. Um, you know what I'm saying, but I, I, I do feel like I do want to move into intentional dating, but I, just the way everything is looking right now with the world in its state, I'm, it's like, you're kind of resulting to more of a kick it face right now. I, yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You know? That's yeah. That's real, real. Like, that's really real because, and I, mean, I think that's what a lot, I've heard that a lot from people too. I've heard that from single men and single women, like. It's not that they're trying to just avoid anything serious, but just the way things are right now, it's just like, you're just craving human human interaction. You almost right. don't care who it's from. I mean, you care, but you know what I mean? Like, you're not looking for something like your husband or your wife. You just want to kick it with somebody because you ain't seen no damn body in like three months. You know? <laughs> so you just, you just want a body to just yeah. watch a movie with you or go for a walk. So I completely relate to that because right. I felt that too. And it's just like almost driving me crazy. Like, I just want to spend time with people. And actually like during coronavirus, this is upside from like dating and stuff, but I've just learned to appreciate like the relationships I do have even more. And like just try to water those even more because mm-hmm. you don't know how much you have or how much love you have or how many like valuable relationships you have sometimes until like, that's all you have, you know, until that's all right. you have to pull from. So I definitely, definitely understand where you're coming from with that. Um, right. 
as far as singlehood, like what has been, I know you and I talked a little bit about this a few days ago, but like what has been your biggest struggle or like the biggest lesson you've learned as you've evolved as a single woman? I feel like one of the biggest lessons that I've honestly learned is to live my life. You know what I'm saying? Like my life does not begin once I get married. You know what I'm saying? Like as a single woman, right. As a single woman, if I wanted to go and buy a house tomorrow, I don't have to wait on a husband to buy a house. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I feel like many times we think certain life markers in our life has to be done once we get married, you know? I was just like looking up houses and I stopped because I was like am I allowed to do this like in this stage of my life I promise you Sean because I'm I'm really tired of the rental life right right let me just start looking up houses and I'm right you know the society side of me was like you ain't supposed to be doing that yet like you ain't even got no man period right (laughs) Right. (laughs) looking up houses you know you're not even close to jumping the broom and I was like wait a minute like I don't have to wait for a man to come into my life to reach like major milestones like what you said I don't have to wait for a man to come and basically give me access to that because really the only person I need to give me access to stuff like that is God period right so it's period. Like, if God see me moving on with my life you know my Boaz he'll come on down the street and make his way down to my house exactly like we don't we don't have to wait you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like we don't have to wait to travel and I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times social media really plays a big part of it because it's like we see pictures on Instagram on mm-hmm. travel pages mm-hmm. of you know people traveling with a boo and so you think man I can't take certain trips mm-hmm. like when you think of places like Greece like you think of going with yeah. the other you know what I'm saying so it's yeah. just like bro if I want to go to Greece right now I can as a single myself. woman yeah. I can go to Greece <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying and so it's just like I just need to live my life and as I'm living my life you know what I'm saying? Then I will run into somebody. God will, you know, place them on the path that I'm going into is yeah. what I feel like. But I don't have to just sit in the house with my legs crossed, mm-hmm. just right. watching TV, and drinking coffee while I'm waiting. Right. <laughs> there's something so liberating about that, too. Like, there's something so liberating about saying, I'm going to just go to Paris in, you know, June or whatever, and you just do it. Or I'm just going to buy this house and you just do it. Or I'm just going to move to a completely different state or city on my own just you know and you just do it you make it happen like as a woman from speaking from someone who's like experienced some of those things it makes you stronger it makes you more confident it makes you value yourself and see that you are able and capable of doing anything and everything you want like it gives you that mm. extra umph that men notice you know what i mean like that's sometimes right. that's just a man's eye be like damn she's different that's because you ain't got low self-esteem like you used to. You know, you don't have, you know, a feeling of not being worthy like you used to. Now you have, like, a new sense of, like, value for yourself and self-confidence and, like, you know you're worthy. You don't settle. And I think that's when right. women really, Yes! And I think that's when women really develop, like, that real sense of self. I think doing things by yourself doesn't make you mean, bitter, or, you know, lonely. I exactly. think you discover so much and meet so many different people, learn so many new, new different things when you take leaps and steps like that. And so I, right. really love, I really love that point that you made about you don't have to wait to live your life um, until you're married and then, in a relationship. And then you have something to bring to the table when you do get into exactly. a relationship. Exactly. Like, you know, 
if you have traveling experiences under your belt, then maybe one day, you never know, 10 years from now, it's just like, oh, babe, you know, I've, I've already been to Africa. Let me take you to Africa and show yeah. you around. Yeah. You know, like you have something to bring to the table, you know? So I feel yeah. like you learn new things, you learn different cultures, you know? So it's just like, do those things now while you're single, while you don't really have to answer to nobody. Absolutely. When did you, because Shai, you weren't always, like, you've always had an adventurous spirit, a social bubbly spirit, but there was, like, a point in your life when I noticed, like, you just started traveling, and maybe it started when you graduated, because then you go, like, to Dubai when you graduate. Yes, yeah. I think you just, after that, I think you just caught this travel book, and I, you just be gone. I would look up, and you here, you there, you in New Orleans, and I'm like, yes! So, like, <laughs> when, what built you up to just say, like, I'm gonna live, like, period, I'm going to live. I honestly think I, that I didn't think about it. Like I literally was talking to my brother the other day and I was just like, I was sitting in my apartment senior mm -hmm. year of college. And I was just like, man, I want to go somewhere when I graduate, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I saw this um, young woman who lives in Atlanta, who basically hosts travel trip, travel trips all around the world. And I didn't think about it. She was like, Hey, Dubai, from May this to May that, I was just like, all right, word, bet, mm -hmm. let's book it. And so it's just like, that was a big faith step for me. You get what I'm saying? Yes, and, yeah. and for me, I've never been on a plane before at that, you know, at mm -hmm. that moment. So that was me like, oh, shoot, like, I'm about to take this risk. You know like, what you I mean? You right out the nest. Like, no parachute. You just like, I'm gone by. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> literally, I was just like, look, y'all, you know. I'm going, and the main thing is, like, I didn't ask anybody for permission. I didn't call anybody looking for their opinion. I just oh, looked, yes. and then, like, a week later, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to Dubai. Well, we Dubai? <laughs> Dubai. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Dubai. I'm going. I know that's right. You know? Yes. And so, I feel like that that was kind of, like, one of my moments it's like mm -hmm. when I did that I booked that flight and mm -hmm. didn't tell nobody didn't look for nobody's opinion about it mm -hmm. I think that that for me was just like a a sign like they should live your life like you're yeah. young you know what I'm saying yeah. like you don't you don't have no you don't have any children you don't have a relationship you don't have to answer to nobody you know what I'm saying it's just like I don't want to yeah. look back <clears throat> five years from now it's just like well I just sat and didn't mm -hmm. do anything with my life you know yeah no that's that's amazing that's one thing I I remember when I saw that change happening in you I was so happy I remember telling my mama Belinda I was like "Ma, Deja in Dubai she's like what little Deja I was like yeah girl she like caught a flight honey and I went to Dubai man <laughs> I was just so proud of you and I saw the change continue to grow grow and blossom and you started traveling more and doing more and then you moved to Charlotte and I was like yes like my sister's growing she's like you know like it's just great to see a woman go through that because it's literally like wrapping yourself in a cocoon and then break it out of the cocoon like it really feels like that and you know some people they don't they're afraid of it they don't know how they're gonna like make it through or like how to step out and it really is what you said it's just like don't think about it and don't ask for permission like just do right. it you don't need no one's permission right. to to start living basically um exactly. but aside from from that I really want to hear just if you have any funny experiences that you've had dating or like if you have anything that you just can't stand that men do or just dating like no-nos like I would love to just hear about like what dating has been like for you and just some things you've learned from it and just some advice you want to give to other women who are out dating 
um, just based on your experiences, any funny moments, anything like that? Uh, <laughs> funny moments. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll start off by saying dating apps ain't for everybody. I noticed that it wasn't for me. So like, you know, like I said, after moving here to Charlotte and it's just like, <laughs> once you kind of get into a, <laughs> I don't laugh. It's like, once you get into a routine, you get what I'm saying? Like I said, you mm-hmm. go work, you go to the gym, you go to the grocery store, you go home, you get ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to come by people or to meet people. Like I said, it's hard to date or find people to date. You know what I'm saying? Or find yes. people you're interested in. So I was like, you know, I'm going to just try a dating app. Girl, Pr- Princess knows about me. I'm already a low-tolerance individual, but yeah. it's like the first couple of messages <laughs> I got, I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> It was a mess. It was a mess. I was just like, oh, no, this ain't even it. So no. what dating app were you on? I was on, I was on the Facebook dating app. Oh, you know, I Facebook. thought you tried something else because I remember you told me about Facebook. Why would you try Facebook first? Girl, because it was, con- it was convenient. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, I, I could have told you not to do that. Girl, yeah, it was a mess, girl. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I you would at least try like Hinge or Bumble or something before you went to Facebook, girl. Oh my goodness, girl! I know. Everybody, auntie, like, <laughs> there are other better options out there for you. But I agree. Like, I'm not. I've tried dating apps several times, and the first time I tried it, of course, was in college. And ever mm-hmm. since then, I've just been like. I'll make an account, I'll keep it for like two weeks and then I'm done. Like I never can just keep it because I get bored. I hate the messages, like you said. Like I hate getting some of the messages. Like no one knows how to hold a conversation really. Exactly. And it's it's just it's all over the place. Like I personally I don't I don't really like it. I love to meet people naturally. I love that. Cause like I feel like if we vibe naturally and I meet you out in public, you know, or maybe through a friend, like you're going off my personality, not just my looks. Like, you've heard me talk. We've, like, maybe right. some jokes, you know. We've had some small talk, learned about each other's background. There's real, there's a little more substance there. But then right. it's literally just looks. And you're trying to, like, pull conversation out of somebody because you're hoping they have good conversation because they look good. And if they don't have good conversation, it's like a letdown. Because, like, damn, you trying to get you on how to talk. Like, it's just, right. like, it's, right. it's so frustrating. So, I mean, I agree with that. I'm not really a fan of the apps of the dating world so girl it's it's not for everybody you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and so like you said I would rather meet people out organically as well you know what I'm saying because Mm -hmm. you can already you know you can kind of tell you know what I'm saying like you already have an idea of what that person may be like you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so you know it's just, yeah, these, the apps ain't for everybody, child. <laughs> okay. So you had a bad experience with the apps. Anything else with your dating? Um, I wouldn't say anything else. That's probably one of the, I guess, the funniest uh, mm-hmm. situations. But as far as uh, just regular dating, um, I don't think I'll, I've had any hilarious run-ins <laughs> like that one. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I, I met some weird men in my day. Let me tell you something. I have. Some. I got some stories, child. Listen. <laughs> I've just had weird dates. Like, I've just had weird moments and, like, just some weird conversations or, like, weird interactions or, like, I've even had a guy say, like, and 
because you know I I I'm very open to the fact that like I interracially date like I don't just date one race like I'm open to other races you know right and when that when you open yourself up to that you know sometimes you you don't get back what you want Exactly. Oh, <laughs> I'm exactly. on a date with someone who is not black, and one day they literally was just like, "Yeah, like your 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 skin tone is just right. Like your 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 level of you know you're just the right skin tone." And I'm like, I don't know. "Yes." And I was like, "I'm thinking, what in like what mind did you think this was okay to say to me? Like, it's not a compliment for one. <laughs> right? Very weird. It's very creepy." Um, so just the weird stuff like that has happened to me. It's just dating is hard. It's really, really right. hard. And that's why I stopped because a lot of those interactions really came from me trying to put myself out there through them doggone apps, you know, and you put yourself mm-hmm. out there like bait. I mean, you are liable to attract jaws. Like it's just you know <laughs> you get what you want. So I a lot of that stuff has come from that, and that's why one reason I've just backed off from dating apps because it's just like I haven't really gotten, you know fruitful fruit from it so right right i'm in a place where it's just like if god wanted to happen i'm just gonna let god bring this man to me like straight up i give up i can't i can't do the apps i just i can't do the apps i i'm in a place now i'm just like i'm just sitting and waiting you know and like you said living my life having adventures living while i'm single because i don't want to look back on my 20s and be like dang i didn't even live my life i'm I'm just starting to live at 30 i'm just starting to live at 32 or 29 i, I really just kind of like you know, pissed him off in my twenties because I didn't have a man. I don't want to. I don't want my history to look like that. So, right, I'm in a place now where I'm just trying to find my next adventure. I know you and I have an adventure planned. Oh yeah. How long do you want to tell the people about it? So, y'all, we are basically <laughs> deciding to get tickets to go skydiving. Yes. Whose idea was this? I think, okay, so I've wanted to skydive since high school, but you brought it up the other night. You were like, because I told you about my helicopter ride. That's what it was. And right. you were like, oh, girl, I found Groupon skydiving. And I was like, let's do it. Like, that really is how that conversation went. So I can't wait. We're trying to do this in August. So we're right. really, really, really excited. I know I'm going to cry. I'm like, I can't even imagine what it feels like to like, while you're falling, what that feeling feels like. But I'm right. really looking forward to it. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm excited too, Sha. Yes, girl. Well, before we go, I want you to just give, um, if you could say one thing to other single women right now, to just make them feel seen, heard, understood, like comforted. Um, I guess what you would want someone to say to you in your singlehood, what's a, a piece of advice or um, just something nice or confident you can say to single women right now before we go? Um, I would say, I would probably say two things two things so the first thing I would say is kind of just reiterate what we were saying earlier just you know don't be afraid to live your life don't be afraid to go sit at a coffee shop by yourself don't be afraid to go to a restaurant by yourself and sit down and eat you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. um don't be afraid to do those things don't feel like you have to um have a significant other to go to a nice steak dinner you know like I've gone to a steak dinner before by myself and enjoyed it (laughs) here several times okay um the second thing I would say is work on yourself internally you know what I'm saying don't be afraid to you know go even go to therapy therapy to work out some internal issues so that way when that man does come you've kind of been going through your healing process you know what I'm saying and so Right. So those would be the two things that I would say. I love that. I love all that. 
Definitely the therapy thing. Like I, in my singlehood in these last, I've been single. I've had situationships since my last relationship, but I've really been single since 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. And since that time, I've done a lot of like just the internal stuff and it's not a destination. Like it really, there is no end to like internal healing. You know what I mean? Like it's just a journey every day. I'm healing from something else. Every day I'm discovering something else about myself where I'm just having like healthy self talks with myself about things. Um, And it's just really, really therapeutic. So I love that piece of advice and um, just so happy you could join me today. I'm so happy (laughs) my friend could come on and we could kiki about just dating and singlehood. Um, So thank you so, so much, Shasha. Oh, you are so welcome. I love you. I love you too. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. Please um, check us out and post on your Instagram story or on Twitter or wherever. I'd love to see you guys interact with the show. Um, join me next week for another special, special, special guest. Um, just as special as Shaw. She'll be joining me next week um, to talk about her experience with singlehood and dating. So I can't wait for you guys to hear that. Um, but as always, thank you so much for listening. I love you and we'll chat next week. Oh,